I'm going to trust God that I will not change what I prepared. But I'm going to stick right to it and then get it right to us. Last week, we actually defined what excellence was and the essence of us working in excellence. This, this morning, I'm going to try to bring out certain things that we need to do. I told you that until you begin to do God's word, you will never experience the blessing in God's word. So there are certain things you need to do or certain postures you need to take in order to experience this excellence. We, we define excellence to be outstanding or to be distinguished. So if you say somebody is an excellent person, that person is outstanding. If you say that shop is an excellent shop, that shop is outstanding. So my teaching is, is basically going to be how to be outstanding in 2020. How to stand out amongst the many in whatever area or profession you find yourself in. Amen. Close your eyes and lift up your right hand. And begin to talk to God in the language of the Spirit. Speak the language of the Holy Spirit. It's going to be a very powerful teaching. Just talk to God to minister to your spirit as I preach the word of God. Say, God, speak to me. He said, one thing that thou lacketh, one thing. You want to find out by the teaching of God's word. That Lord, open my eyes to discover that one thing that I need to add this year. Jesus told him, one thing that thou lacketh, go and sell your goods. Give it to the poor and come back. There's one thing more you need to find out in the world. And this morning, may you find it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. Let the teaching of your word bring deliverance. Let the teaching of your word bring advancement. Let the teaching of your word bring healing, prosperity. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. So, I began with imagine with excellence, part one last week. And this week I'm doing part two. Amen. Under the subject, walking in the corridors of power. Walking in the corridors of power. Walking in the corridors of power. Exodus chapter 18, verse 17 to 21. Exodus chapter 18, verse 17 to 21. I hope everything is fine. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, The thing that thou doeth is not good. Thou wilt surely wear away, and both thou and this people that is with thee. For this thing is too heavy for thee. 
thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. Verse 19. Hearken now unto my voice and I will give thee counsel and God shall be with thee. Be thou, be thou for the people to God what? Follow the reading. Forget about those heavy words. <laughs> Amen. The real thing will come out. That thou may yet bring the causes unto God. Verse 20. And thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws and shall show them the way wherein they must walk. So if you look at God's relationship with man, he always prescribes a way for man to walk in in order to meet his blessing. So you just cannot say, I'm walking with God and not know where you are walking or what posture you are taking. So here he said, I will show you the way and thou shalt walk therein and the work that they must do. Verse 21. This is where my teaching is based. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of, of thousands and rulers of hundreds and rulers of fifties and rulers of tens. Give me the NIV version of this. He said, but select capable men, say capable men, from all the people, men who fear God, trustworthy men, who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. Four characters of men who will walk in power and walk in authority. Number one, capable men. Number two, men who fear God. Number three, trustworthy men. And number four, men who hate deceitful gains. We will go through them one by one. If you have to walk in the corridors of power, under the governance of God, because if you walk in the corridors of power, powers will come against you. But if you want to stay under the protection of God whilst walking in the corridors of power, there are certain things that you must possess. And those are the things I'm going to show you. You cannot walk in excellence and not walk in the corridors of power. Anyone that walks in, in excellence will find him, himself in the corridors of power because men know what is excellent and everyone wants what is excellent. So immediately you start exhibiting excellence, you will find yourself in the corridors of power. Now, how will you stay in the corridors of power under the hand of the Lord, under the protection of God, under the prosperity of God? How will you stay in power and remain in power? With God's hand. And that's what I'm going to show you. There are some people God will not recommend for the places of power. There are some people God will not recommend 
to stay in the corridors of power. But in this scripture, God reveals the kind of men he will literally hold their hands and put them in the place of power and authority. I see God finding such qualities in you. In the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. The first group we're going to look at is capable men. Men who are capable. Men who are capable. Capable men. If we will walk in the corridors of power, we must be capable. Now, Moses was doing the work of God alone. He was praying for everybody, visiting everybody, preaching alone, taking care of the flock alone. And his father-in-law told him, hey, you will die. You can't do the work alone. The work is enormous. But you see, you can't just call people to help you. Some of us, when we are in need, we call anybody to help us. And at the end of the day, the people become liabilities to us. Hello, am I here? So, Jethro told him, no, 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 no. If you do this, you will die. So, go into the people and look for certain types of people. Amongst the flock, there are capable men. Amongst the choristers, there are capable men. Amongst the intercessors, there are capable men. Amongst my own children, the people of God, the people I call my own, there are people who have made themselves capable. I pray for you that when God wants to promote someone and he visits Carrie's temple, may he find you worthy of that position. In the name of Jesus. God wants to use people, but he will use capable men. He will look out for capable people. God wants to use you, but he is looking out for capable people. When they were going to fight the Midianite, and God gave an instruction, he wanted to select people, and 3,000 people were presented. He said, no, I don't need numbers. I need men. I don't need numbers. I need men. So out of the 3,000, God eventually chose only 300 people. God wants to use men, but God wants capable people. People who are able. People who have prepared themselves for what they desire. People who have positioned themselves, they have the capacity. They built enough capacity. They will not wear out. They are not people who will give up. These are not people who will draw back. These are not people who will say me, I cannot. Many times when, when um, they give the children assignment, the second born will come and say, oh, daddy, I cannot do I say, don't say that. Don't say that. That is someone who feels he is not capable. When they send them to spy the land, 10 people said, 
we are not capable. Only two said that, and those two are the people who possess their possession. God needs people who have built capacity. That, that is the group of people God will easily exalt. God will easily place in the place of power. It's not about what you do, it's about what you have to give. I thought you were clapping. It's not about what you do. It's not you being an usher or you being a pastor or you being a doctor, an engineer. And there are many architects. But some are not capable and some are more capable. I pray that you will build enough capacity for 2020. God wanted to use Moses but he had to take Moses to train him in the wilderness. Because Moses in the palace of Pharaoh cannot lead the kind of people God was going to give to him. God needed to take Moses to the wilderness and, and watch over sheep, goats, stubborn ones. He has to know how to handle stubborn goats, stubborn sheep. How the sheep behave because the people of God are likened to the flock. So a, a prince in the palace of Pharaoh will not have an encounter with how to take care of flocks. So get to the bush. Know how to protect the sheep. Know how to, to observe a sick sheep and know how to help. So Moses had to build the capacity. Though the calling of a deliverer was on him, he had to be trained. If you don't build capacity, a lot of prophecies over your life will not come to pass. Are you here? Yeah. If you don't build capacity, a lot of the prophecies over your life will never come to pass. Moses was called to deliver the people of God. But Moses in the palace of Pharaoh cannot do what a shepherd can do. Sometimes God will destabilize your life because there is a higher calling on your life. And which if he doesn't shake your nest, you will be too comfortable and that will make you incapable for what he's sending your way. God is building your life and God is building his church and God is building your destiny and God is framing your world. But in that process, some of the event will not be nice. But it's part of capacity building. What are you seeing in your life for the year? What do you expect? Build capacity towards it. Chase after things that will strengthen you. That will increase your strength. Because if you are not prepared on the day of battle, you will find yourself wanting. The Bible said, horses are prepared for the day of battle, but victory is from the Lord. But the horses must be prepared. Please, are you here? No good builder will use incapable materials to build. You use inferior things to build, it will be at your own peril. 
So if God is building his church, his people must build capacity for what God wants to do and for what God wants to build. We are the building materials of God. We must not put into God's hands useless and incapable materials. We must have stuff. I was listening to Dr. Tabel on Friday and he gave an example that um, if you, uh, Lucy, you go on Facebook and you are doing live streaming, you, and you are sharing your quiet time, what the Holy Ghost came to tell you, how many people will watch you? Maybe your husband. To encourage you. Oh, powerful. That is not powerful. Powerful. Flow. It's a word. But you now, nah, you know that, Charlie. They are just. But just imagine Bill Gates goes on Facebook Live and sharing his quiet time. How many people watch him? When there is capable men, there will be greater impact. Thought you are clapping. More capacity, more impact. More capacity, more impact. More capacity, more impact. More capacity, more impact. The reason why U.S. is powerful is because of their capacity. It's because of their capacity. May you build capacity this year. I said, may you build capacity this year. In the name of Jesus. So look through the people and pick out capable men, not nice men. Not people with nice, it's not because of your name that you'll be great. <laughs> it is what you can do that can make your name great. Your name may not be nice. Like Alubagbagba. Eric Alubagbagba. <laughs> if you are not great, that name will look funny. Eric Alubagbagba. What's that? <laughs> Mrs. Alubagbagba. So you go and get a man and say it's called Eric Alubagbagba. Then you come home and you go and see your parents. Hey, daddy, I want to. I found a man. Maybe you are Regina Kofuo. <laughs> then, then it's okay. Okay. Oh, wonderful. What is his name? Ofrihi? Oh, Eric Alubababa. <laughs> I said, ah! It will be Jai Kofuoi. Look of Mrs. Alubababa. Whoever said Dangote is a nice name. Is that a nice name? But you find somebody keke who is called maybe uh, uh, Benjamin Dangote and go home and say, Oh, I found a man called Dangote. If even he's not from his bloodline. It rings a bell. It rings a bell. Your capacity 
will make you great. Your capacity. A Benz car will not beg for you to choose him above other cars. When you see the Benz, you go for it. When you build capacity, eh? when you build capacity, you see, the capacity that was on Esau, he let go of it. The capacity was the birthright. It was the birthright that can carry the blessing, but he sold it. So he did not have capacity to carry the I pray for you that this year you will not waste any moment. You will not waste any day. You will not waste any week. You will not waste any month. Every day is a day of building capacity in one area of your life or the other. Somebody shout, help me, Lord. God's grace is sufficient. For any man who wants to build his capacity. This year, may you not waste any moment of your life. May you not waste any moment of your, of your life. Any week of your life. Any month of your month. Any month of your life. Every moment of your life. Let something be added to your life. In the name of Jesus. Daniel's influence was not only because he was a prophet. The influence of Daniel was not only because he was a prophet. No. You are not going to be blessed because you are a Christian. You are not just going to be blessed because you can speak in tongues. You need capacity. Daniel had understanding. The level of your blessing in the kingdom is dependent on the level of your understanding as a believer. Daniel chapter 9 verse 2. Daniel understood by the books. You cannot understand by books when you don't have understanding and wisdom. Daniel understood by books. May you be a woman and a man of many books. I said, may you be a woman and a man of many books. In the name of Jesus. He said, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years. That means he went certain because there had been a prophecy that deliverance was supposed to come. All the great people on the land did not know. But Daniel committed himself, dedicated himself to search by the books. He built the capacity to discover the truth by understanding. There is no way you can be a man of a, a, a capacity when you lack under. There are some people, they don't understand anything. Simple thing they don't understand, and they will tell me some way. Have you seen some in meetings before? Then everybody will be wondering what, what at all is wrong with this guy. They are men who lack understanding. You don't put them in positions; they will destroy the system. May you be a man and a woman of understanding, in the name of Jesus. Capacity building is the secret to ruling the world or your world. It is the secret of ruling your world. Capacity building. Capacity building. Build capacity. 
capacity. Learn what you must learn. Develop your strength. I mean, I have a message for intercessors and warriors. There was a, a man called Asahel, a military man who was always with David. And the day they met King Saul in the cave, he was the one who was with David. And he told David that, give me the chance to slay this your enemy. And one chance, just one at one chance, I will kill him. I will not miss it. I will kill him one time. If God gives you an opportunity to make it, how many times will you try? This was a king, a military man, King Saul. And the man was so confident that if you give me one chance, oh God, the way you pray for divine opportunity, God, give me divine opportunity. How many doors have you not been able to enter because you did not build enough capacity? You blew the chance away. You blew it away because you were unprepared. You were not ready. You were not ready. You can cause a revolution in your destiny this year if you would decide to build capacity from today. It's never too late to build your capacity. You can start today. You can start tonight. You can start this dawn. You can give yourself a period to build your capacity. Build your capacity. Any athlete that wins a battle today and goes sleeping is sure to lose his next battle. Yeah. You, you see people, you, you see them every day they are training. They don't have a fight tomorrow but you have to go and train. Their fight is next six months, but they are training now because you need to build. There is no sudden success. There's no sudden success. If you see sudden success, you start questioning. Hey, now this one, hey, now this one, where from this? Anytime you see that, you say, oh, Pastor, I saw a seed of thousand and God did this. It was not actually the seed of thousand. Let me show you what happened. Your cloud was full. You have been giving long time. That is why at every opportunity of giving, so keep sowing because your cloud of blessing must be full before it can discharge. So it was that last seed that filled your cloud and it rained. You didn't become successful overnight. Yes, it, was, it looked like an overnight breakthrough, but look, your capacity had been prepared for such a time as this. The prophet told the woman, go and borrow vessels. You have a diploma, attempt a degree. You have an HND, attempt a degree. You have a degree, attempt a master. You have a master, attempt another master. You have a master, attempt a PhD. Add value to your life. The way you do, if you are an artisan, Artisans are the most unfaithful people in Ghana. Yeah. You cannot trust them. They can disappoint you. But you must develop a capacity never to disappoint your clients. 
you must be reliable. You, you should have the capacity. You, you, you cannot sew thousand uniforms in five days. You've got to take the contract. You've got to take and you are now calling your friends. You are outsourcing to them. And some of them will sew the uniform. One leg is longer than the other. And they just disappointed everybody. You did not build capacity. But you went for a blessing you cannot carry. Oh, Pastor, God will bless me beyond my expectation. No. <laughs> you must build capacity. You must do what? I said you must do what? In 2020, you must do what? In 2020, you must do what? Build capacity. The best teams do not hire incapable men. The best teams. They don't. If they can spend 150 million on a player, pounds, hey! They insure a player's leg, 100 million pounds. Leg. Your leg. In fact, your whole body has the insurance on it. <laughs> One leg, 10 million pounds. Ben, your whole body, in fact, your whole career. <laughs> May you build enough capacity. Yeah. That is why when you are in a company and you are just an officer, your remunerations are not like the CEO. It's expected that his capacity is higher than yours. He enjoys things you use money for. He doesn't use money for. That means that the more you build capacity, the more you enter into that realm of prosperity the Lord has prepared for you. I pray for you this morning that you will not waste your time on television. You will not waste your time on the mobile phone. You will not waste your time in parties upon parties. But this year you will dedicate yourself to build your capacity for a destiny elevation. Somebody shout, help me. Oh Lord. Capacity determines what you can do and what you can achieve in life. What you can do and what you can achieve in life. Jesus called capable men to work with him. Don't work with people because they are your relatives. You open a company, you use your brothers and your cousins and your nieces, they will collapse your business. Are you here? Oh, are you here? Uh, you open your business, then your auntie brings his son. Oh, I beg you, see? Help, 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 help this your brother for me. Help this your, help what? I didn't open an NGO or a charity firm. It's a business. I put money in I need money out. Jesus, when he was going to work, he didn't call people. He didn't, he didn't just see people on the street and call them to work with them. No. He looked for capable people. Capable people. At one time, that was why he was shocked when he came back and saw them sleeping. I couldn't you pray for only one? You, couldn't you pray for only? He, he was expecting them to be able to pray more. Even when he's tired, he should be, they should be praying. He chose capable men. Mark chapter 4, verse 18. Mark 4, 18. Oh, Pastor, I know God does not bless us because we went to school. Yeah. Okay. 
just take your time and go through the CVs of great men. Oh, Bill Gates dropped out from school. Do you know what is in his head now? <laughs> and these are they which are sown among tongues and as that hear the word. God took men who are capable and put them. If God did not take them like when they were sown among tongues, eh, the gospel would have gone off. Daniel survived in the lion's den because he was Daniel. Do you know Daniel? Capacity. He understood by the books. He was a studious man. He knew how to work with God. He prayed three times a day. He was the one that they said, if you, if, if, if you don't stop praying to your God, Jehovah, we will put you in the lion's den. And he stood and prayed. He, he, in fact, he opened the windows. Shabalabayos, Librak. He knew what he carried. So when they put him in the lion's den, the capacity he sent into the den silenced the lions. You have to build capacity. Jesus called people who were fishing. When he wanted apostles, people who were fishing. He called them. People who were mending their nets. These are people who knew what they were doing. That's collectors. Dr. Luke. Hello? Oh, me, me, I'm a busy person. Me, I cannot work for God. Chartered accountants, Matthew. Capacity. The men around your life will determine where you can go. Hello? Your best friend is still that weed smoker in that ghetto. You know, it's a, it's a loyalty thing, Pastor. Loyalty thing. Loyalty thing. <laughs> and then, oh, it's a loyalty thing. Eh. The day Lucifer fell, Angel Michael and Angel Gabriel beat him bye bye. The people around your life can determine the reflection of your future. Who is around you? Who is around you? When you go, when you go for your wedding, those of you who are not married, no matter how gentle your groom will look like on that day, you just watch his friends. He will know the type of man you married. Hello? You watch. When you go for weddings and you want to actually know the groom, you wait behind and go for the reception. You just be patient. If, if you are co-concert, me, I'm not co-concert, so I don't go for it. So if you are married, no, I won't come for your reception. Just know. I don't go for reception because it's at reception you know the nature of people. So I don't come. I just do your wedding for you. I bless you and I leave. But if you want to know the type of people who are married, go for the reception and sit down quietly. and watch this. The type of people you keep around you will be your own reflection of your nature. Build capacity in 2020. Spend your time well. 
Excellence is not a coincidence. It's an intentional pursuit. An intentional, what is going wrong? Stop it. What is not working? Kill it. The horse that is not running, kill it. The character that is drawing you back, work on it and overcome it. Because excellence is intentional. It's intentional. You build excellence. It's a virtue. You, you build it and you need capacity to build. Develop yourself spiritually, mentally, academically, emotionally. Some of you, the reason you are not married is because you are not emotionally stable. You get angry, no, then you say everything you cannot say. Then later you come back. Oh, I'm very sorry. All the things I've said, I really didn't mean it. You didn't mean it, but it's still in my head. Yeah. You have scattered my heart. And anytime I remember, it's like atomic bomb. So you being sorry, I will accept, but you have changed my mind towards you. Then you see that the relationship becomes comes comes out, comes comes out. Oh, what is wrong? Oh, nothing is wrong. Oh, nothing, na 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 na, and nothing becomes, and the whole thing becomes nothing. <laughs> Build yourself financially. You cannot be thirty years and not have any kind of insurance or investment anywhere. Then I don't know where you are. You don't have any in. Oh, Pastor, I don't have, if, if you can tell me, Pastor, I don't have any money, and it's true that you don't even have investment, then I don't know. At the age of 30, at the age of 30, you don't have any insurance anywhere that today, today, if somebody say, Jack, <laughs> build your capacity. Because God wants to lift you up to the place the corridors of power. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. If you are a lady and you are not attracting the type of men, if you are a man and you are not attracting the type of women, if you are a business and you are not attracting the type of customers you want, change your outlook. Build a new capacity in this new year. Oh, why are you not married? Pastor, the men that are coming in, they are not correct. Oh. They are not, no, it's not true. It's not true. Do you know why if you just enter into a Benz, uh, a Land Cruiser, four-wheel drive, Toyota, four-wheel drive show, show room, they will, they will approach you with joy and some kind of honor. They know that not everybody can enter this place. So, <laughs> so, no matter your stature, your weight, your height, your whatever, your color, so far as you enter the place, don't mind the body. Yeah. If you don't like the kind of people approaching you, develop a new capacity. As I'm not saying they, they don't buy things at all. When the people come, they just look at the thing and they go. Something is wrong. 
Build a new capacity in that shop. Change the spiritual atmosphere. Change the physical outlook. Check your price. Your profit margin is 60%. People are not buying. Common sense will tell you, push it to 30 and become competitive. When you win the loyalty of the people, you can start stepping up. You are there because you bought it at this price. You cannot lose. Sometimes you must lose to gain. I thought you were clapping. The simple mind will say, me, I cannot lose. But the man of capacity and wisdom will know that if I can win the heart of these customers and they believe in me, if I even push it to 70%, they will know that this man, his words are truth. Before you cross Jordan, you must sanctify yourself three days. That was what Joshua came to tell them by God's word in Joshua 3 verse 5. Before you can cross Jordan, you have to sanctify yourself. It means first, your outlook, your capacity is not enough to take you to cross Jordan. Now, metamorphose. Sanctify yourself. Change yourself. Change it. Then when you change it, you can now be able to cross your Jordan. Some of us, some of us, some of us, we are not changing. At the corner. Even I learned Windows 7. If you are still using it, you still be having problems. You start having problems on laptop. They've moved on. Because you use your money to buy it, no. moved on. What type of version? God will not put a new wine in an old wine skin. When you change, something will change. When you change, when you start gaining weight, don't you change the dimension of your dress? Yeah. <laughs> you were using size 10. Now the Lord has blessed you. You have moved to size 14. So when you go and they are measuring you, so measure it well. Oh, now it is. When I check my weight, you know, four kilograms, I told you. When you change, a lot of things will change about you. May you change for the better. I said, may you change for the better. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. I think I'll just stay on one for you. David brought down Goliath, not by tongues. No, not by tongues. He had a capacity in using the sling. He knew how many rounds he has to go before releasing the stone. He knew what position. It, is, it doesn't come overnight. It doesn't come overnight. What? As I'm preaching, this message is six months old. Yeah, six months old. Those who have preached here, they will know what it means to preach. Some of you, when we give you my 10 minutes, you say everything. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Really, one day you preach. (laughs) I am sure Saturday now you tell me they've given you some assignments. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Sometimes shout hallelujah, hallelujah. No, God is good. Oh, you know God is good. You know God is good. He will change your life. God is merciful. God, God, God is merciful. Can somebody clap to God? You need, yesterday I was listening, to, no, Friday I was listening to Doc and he said, do you know what it means to preach for 40 years and still be relevant? And still be relevant. I just can't stop listening to that man. Anytime I listen to him, I'll see that I'm not studying. Yeah. And you come to church every day, you hear me preach, you're like, that man is saying a different thing. No? It's not it's not that we come and stand here and all the inspiration. Shall <laughs> so I this there is no, no, no. It's an intentional preparation because we I look through the congregation every day. I look at your faces and I perceive this guy is hungry. <laughs> but I won't tell you. This one is worried. But I won't tell you. This one I won't tell you. I won't This one. Or her problem is that she for marry. So I go and I believe God for food and wisdom that will help you to move forward. And every message I preach from the altar is a prophecy to somebody. Yeah, it's a prophecy. So if you are waiting for me to call your name, no, I went to preach in an all night. And when I was all the preparation for the weeks, it was only one name God gave me. One name. One pill. That was a prophetic word. I said, God, in all this fasting and prayer, one. And when I went to that name was there. It was a little girl. And that was all. But by the time we finished praying, ah, if you are not of God, you become God. Yeah. If you can build capacity this year, it will be better for you. Yeah. Don't just be using the word. I feel right here. God doesn't bless in vacuum. If you see Abraham bless, he gave his Isaac. If you see Abraham bless, he obeyed the voice of God. If you see Abraham blessed, he left his father's house and was going somewhere that God is yet to show him. Yeah. So Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's blessings are mine. <laughs> if you are not ready to build capacity, don't pray to be blessed because every blessing will put a demand on your life. You must be responsible for your blessing. As you are enjoying the sound, I have found a problem with the sound this morning and it has to be corrected but you, you, are, you are not hearing. Oh, the thing is nice but there is a problem with this one. You are not hearing, so you see that I'll work on it. We have to do something, maybe something is blown, something it has to change so that when we start the program, flaming notice and the pastor is preaching, your sound is crystal clear, it didn't come by Holy Ghost. Take it, no. 
see that your life is not going well and you come and pray to God, you don't even understand what is prayer. Prayer is communicating to God. So when you spoke to God, what did he tell you? What did, anytime you pray, God must tell you something. God must lead you to do something. God must lead you in a direction. If your prayer is not changing you, you are not praying well. If your prayer life is not changing you, you are not praying well. If your Christian life is not changing you, you are not living the lifestyle well. All you need to do is not just a miracle, but a change in your capacity building, in the way you think, in the way you do things, in the way you approach God, and you see that things begin to change. I'm praying for somebody that this year, in the year of excellence, your capacity will be strong enough in order to manifest the excellency of the Lord Jesus Christ. Clap your hands and give God some praise. I am not ready to waste time this year. I'm on my fourth book. Yeah. And I ordered three books from George. You ask you pick it for me. I'm chewing. Because I want to be better. I am not satisfied. You are satisfied. I heard Doc was preaching. He said, most of us are satisfied where we are. But the price to pay for excellence is to always be hungry and have an appetite. Be hungry. This is not what we want. <laughs> if we move there, that is not what we want. We want to take a drone picture of 200 churches we built from Carrie's Temple for ICGC. We want to take a picture of 1,000 pastors we gave to ICGC. Yeah. I'm not satisfied. We have not done anything. This, not done anything. You look at your life, you think you are, you are far right. No, there is more. And I pray that there will be a hunger and a test in everybody in this house. An appetite for excellence. An appetite to do more. An appetite to go beyond the expected result. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering in this house. Instrumentalist. Appetite for more. Excellence. Be on point. Somebody enters the church and mm. ah, this is an atmosphere to be. It's not intentional. You enter a place, the place is fragmented. It didn't come by Holy Ghost. It's intentional. Holy Ghost will give the wisdom, but we must be willing to do what the wisdom is directing us. Whatever you see doing, or whatever you are doing in your life, in this church, master it. Master it. Master it. Because your prosperity is in your mastery. Your prosperity is in your mastery. Your prosperity. There are some people where they go, you call them for consultancy. They show up and speak two times. They take their check. $50,000. Their presence alone. They charge per hour. You. 
the whole month. You even do overtime. You you break your leg. You your back is deformed because you sat down. You are you are coming home with checker, three thousand Ghana Somebody shows up in court. It's the capacity you can have. If in fact you can be more. Most of the consultants are not nice. Hello. Yeah, most of the consultants, when, when they come, they don't even have character. They don't respect anybody. But they come and they deliver and they take their paycheck and they are gone. May you build capacity this year. Rise up on your feet, somebody. Is that how you clap for such a word? Lift your two hands and talk to God. Just talk to him that, Lord, give me the grace to build capacity. Build, give me the grace to build capacity. Give me the grace to build capacity in this new year. Give me the grace to build capacity. Give me the grace to build capacity. Grace to be not to waste my intellect, not to waste my health, my health. Pray to God, somebody. Two minutes, just talk to God. Lord, give me the grace. Marabobosi Papa. Libra Baba Baba Baba. Baba Baba. Gima Sotaba. And the prophet told the woman. The prophet told the woman, go and borrow vessels. Though I am a prophet and I'm prophesying a season of abundance, you need the vessels to enter into that season. It's time for you to upgrade yourself, to build capacity in morals, in ethics, in your intellect, in your spiritual life. You need spiritual capacity. You need spiritual capacity. Your place, your house has become a playing grounds of demons and witches and wizards. All you need is to build capacity. Your life cannot be in prison when you build enough spiritual capacity. When you build capacity, you will advance faster than you have thought. When you build capacity, excellence will become a way of life. It will become a normal reward for a life of capacity. May you know what to do. May you know what to do. When you are discouraged the next time, may you know what to do. When you are disappointed the next time, may you know what to do. Because the plans of the Lord for you, they are not of evil, but they are of good. I'm praying for somebody that this year, that this year, the Egyptians that overtook you last year, they will not be able to overtake you this year. They will be more than stronger. You will be above and not beneath. In the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a clap offering. Oh, somebody give him a good clap. <laughs>